Hey there, my name is Vasu and welcome to my podcast, Watercolor Wash. Hello everyone, good morning, good evening and good afternoon wherever you are listening. This is Vasu and welcome to Watercolor Wash. In this episode we are going to cover, um, I just wanted to talk about sketching. Um, overall, um, the first few episodes of this podcast is going to how to improve your watercolor as a whole, how to work from the roots of the of the painting and it's it's related to every other medium that you can think of. It, it can relate to oil, acrylic, watercolor, gouache, you name it. So what are the basics of uh, of a painting or a sketch or a drawing? is usually two key things it's it it all comes down to values and proportions so in this in this uh, episode we are going to talk majorly about sketching as at first and how how we can improve sketching day in day out and then how it helps uh, look at things how, how it helps us look at things and how it uh, in your mind it just creates that composition that you want to put it on the paper so when it comes to um, the self-taught self artists it's um, one of the biggest challenge when they wanted to paint is sketching so they're not able to um, draw it either proportionally or even if they're proportionally correct, they have, uh, you know, some mismatch in the details and that actually hampers your progress in painting because you know you're making progress in painting. You know you're making, your washes are going great. Uh, you're great with flat wash, you're great with textured wash, but at the same time, like, you know, you're struggling with not getting proportions right and somehow your drawing is letting you down. So there are many ways um, especially in the times of technology there are so many ways to overcome this and a lot of people prefer to trace and a lot of um, some call it cheating some call it you know it's like it's never going to give you the, the the sense of ownership that you're painting and there are so many ways that they try to come out of that like some people even use projectors to project it on the paper then there is lucid camera then there are people uh, putting it on the ipad and then tracing it so all that is i don't consider it's cheating but yes uh, it's not going to make you a better artist by the way you know it's it's okay to do when you have like a commission to finish and you have very little time and the the, the subject is very complex but whole, um, if you look at it as a whole, it's not so difficult to actually sketch. Unless you want to be extremely accurate, then you're going to go with a grid method or, um, or you, you're trying to trace it on the, from the iPad or, or some other device. It's, it's completely fine. But if you start uh, making a habit of sketching when you're like you know like nothing but two or three minutes sketch it it will help you 
improve immensely as an artist, not just in your sketch, but also as a painter. In your paintings, you can, um, if you remember, what what you usually do is when you um, trace or you do it with a grid line, you go in a very mechanical mode and that, you know, you don't actually remember those lines, drawing those lines and and what was connected to that line in the physical world that you are looking to uh, put it in your canvas or put it in your paper. So you're not actually very much connected with those lines um, at a very personal level. But when you draw it on your own, you always remember it that, okay, this is a horizon line that I drew on my own. And this is where the values are shifting so you, you instantly get a connect with the subject that you're going to draw when you're sketching it on your own. And now, um, like, it's not very easy, but it's not that difficult. If you spend, I would say, like, five to ten minutes a day sketching whatever you see and have, like, you know, very random paper, very random pencil or even pen, because uh, it's something that you don't have to show it to anyone. It's something even if you are bad at it it's just all yours it's okay but improve it improves immensely there are so many methods that can help you uh, get better at sketching what you see there are like box methods and then there are um, methods of shapes and that's that's uh, what I usually go with and I do a lot of sketching so watercolor for me has been only like last three years. I, I knew about the subject, uh, I knew about this technique and everything else, but I never got time. I, I got so much involved in my job, but I, I was a very good sketcher since childhood and I did it uh, through my college. I actually made, ended up making nearly 400 portraits in four years of college. <laughs> I used to travel in a train and um, as a part of that, my train journey to the college was extremely long. I used to take a, a morning train and uh, it was like three hours long and um, every day, every single day. So I studied a little bit and then um, in the train and it's shaky, then like there was a town that comes after 50 minutes and people knew me that he's an artist and they sit in front of me they would give me a paper and a pen take away the paper and give me the pen back so i collected a lot of pens and a lot of lot of experience in sketching so i ended up sketching very well um, so it helps me it helped me immensely when i jumped into watercolor it was not so difficult for me because i had a background in sketching yes it was rusty but it, it's still like, you know, it's like, you never forget it. Once you learn how to sketch, um, you'll never forget it. Yeah, you may get rusty, but like, you know, it takes only like a few days and you come back at it very strongly. So in the next um, segment, I'll talk about how to improve your sketching. Like how to, how to give it a good start how to give it a strong start and continue it. So how can we improve sketching? 
Um, one of the best ways to improve sketching is to obviously sketch, but how do you um, how do you get hold of proportions? So, proportions all about two dimensional measurement. So if you break it down, um, you can draw a line. Suppose you're um, painting like a small pot and the pot is very cylindrical. So if you look at it from the front, it will be just a rectangle. And anybody can draw a vertical line and that line could be your one measure, no matter what size of line you have drawn. The first line you draw is like you can take it as a measurement of or a unit of measurement and that line is let's say the height of the pot and the other line will be exactly of the same height if it's a rect if it's a spherical pot uh, sorry if it's a cylindrical pot you got two lines exact same size and now what is the width of this pot so the width of this pot would be in proportion to the height that you just drew Suppose your, let, let's say your pot was like 35 centimeters, which is like huge size, and a 35 centimeters tall pot, and your width, so that's just your one line. And let's say it's somewhere around 20 is the, so it's a little bit of more than half of the height. So, you know, you start making a little bit of random guess that, uh, and, and, if you don't want to make random guess, uh, there's a great way to actually measure it with your thumb. You hold the pencil and your arm completely extended so that and look at the subject with one eye closed. And once you uh, like measure it vertically, then you measure it horizontally. So it's, that's the way to start. So you have to start measuring. And so once you once you do it, you start getting better at it. You start getting, you know, uh, you'll start getting um, mentally measuring things. You know, if this, like, you will simply, if something looks like a square, you will definitely be able to tell that, oh, this is not a square. It's a little bit rectangular with height a little bit more than width. So that, you know, you'll be able to identify these things better than regular people. So <laughs> you'll get... Um, better at measurement straight away if you like use this technique a couple of times second thing that you can do is you know um, so that's like one way to do the proportion second thing that can improve your sketching is identifying the shapes like a basic geometrical shapes for instance when we are in like you know grade two grade three or grade one uh, when uh, teachers start, uh, teachers tell us to draw a rectangle, tell us to draw a circle, tell us to draw a triangle and star shapes and so many other shapes. So these are like basically five or six different shapes like elliptical shape or like, you know, semicircle or a curve. So whatever uh, geometry box can draw, if you have like French curves in it and um, and a set of um, and a set of set squares you have whatever your geometry box can draw is your whole painting it's like I've seen 
like few artists who have like bags of French curls and all these things who do basically who do architectural drawing they they rely on those things so if you identify like the shape as I just gave you example of that cylindrical pot uh, cylindrical flower pot and that cylindrical flower pot basically is a rectangle a vertically standing rectangle if you look at exactly from the front with the eye level the cylinder is kept at your eye level it will look at uh, you will look at it as a as a rectangle and then like how about the how about the tree or how about the plant that is inside that rectangle then you then you look at it you know it could be if it's a pine tree it could be like you know it could be a triangle at, at first and then there is a cylindrical you know, stem in between that's the trunk of that tree or the plant so you, you'll start getting good at it so either you can go ahead do that with a like you know a proportional method or like a basic shape and this is just like you know drawing one object one single object but what if there are like you know multiple objects in that same painting that you wanted to draw and how do how do they come into the picture again the idea is same you have to start having you know start blocking those objects um, based on where it lies take create one object and make it as a reference point and then what is where the second object lies within with respect to to the first object and so on and so forth it it is complex but you know you'll be able to break it down very easily so one of the things that i teach in my skillshare class i always have a strategy lesson in the beginning of my class and that strategy lesson breaks it down into the basic shape first i talk about you know like what the subject is what the composition will be like but after that i just like you know break it down very very easily for the sketching or for the drawing i break it down into the like you know very identifiable shapes so that we can easily draw that and then i break it down into like you know value groups like what are the value groups that we are looking at and it makes things very simple um the whole idea of painting is you know to relax you to create something beautiful you can feel great about it but if you're struggling is you know it misses the whole point of uh, of your effort that you're basically um, struggling and getting frustrated and that's why you started painting that you should get off that frustration in life and feel better about yourself feel better about creating something so simplifying things and um and just working on it helps helps you make uh, great paintings it makes the journey easier i just have uh, like a very small fear about you know how long this episodes episodes should be because there are so many things that comes into my mind and i'm not getting any feedback from anybody that whether these are very long episodes or it should be um 
it should be cut down to like 15 20 minutes or like an hour is good um, so please write down and give me a feedback right now I'm going wayward well coming back to the topic um, of like you know uh, what is perspective what perspective we choose when we are sketching so frankly for me perspective comes into the um, perspective comes to me at first at the very first and at the very last of the painting what I'm looking at naturally is my perspective that's the like you know I usually face first and my eyes are like you know not tilted so um, that's my benchmark of the perspective so um, things are very level at my surface or level of my eye and so that's where I start with and you can see that camera especially when you're painting from the photographs um, you know perspective is distorted so that's why uh, I, I try to paint from life I try to paint, sketch from life or even if I'm painting from picture most of that paintings are now painted from the picture so I look at the things either I zoom in because you know our eyes can like look really really far and better than camera the cameras can never match what we experience through our eyes so um, so the point of perspective I'm talking about single point perspective is like very far at the at the horizon for me and everything else get just broadens up slowly I can see it I can feel the perspective when I'm looking at the tall buildings but I can't feel the effect of perspective when I'm looking right at an apple just sitting in front of me so that's you know that's like you know the the horizon that is very far away from you is that perspective and the line the, those lines which are joining that apples two sides of that apple um, is the line for me for the perspective so don't worry much about it you know because people uh, draw perspective lines first while sketching something it looks great on you know um, but eventually you're not going to paint on those perspective lines so whatever you see like you know dimension wise is the right way to to sketch so forget about perspective immediately whatever you see is what you draw that's your perspective yeah unless you're drawing like you know a huge wall size painting like they used to do it in the renaissance michelangelo leonardo da vinci they redefined the perspective before that it, it was um, conceived very differently and during the renaissance they redefined the perspective and if you see the last supper and um, uh, the beans on the on the last supper is very perspective oriented and it it's magnificent if you if you break it down it's it's completely different game then but again like you know it if you're drawing drawing it right from what you see if you are at the center of that subject from drawing it from what you see perspective itself covers its uh, on both the sides so 
you don't have to worry about it just look at uh, look at the things that you see but yes if you're painting it from the uh, if you're drawing it from the uh, photograph i would ask you to you know zoom in a little bit and or, or either crop it after zooming in the, so that you can get like a eye level perspective that's uh, that's perspective perspective i would say yeah now let's talk about what to sketch you know there's like um, the subject uh, when it comes to paint like it's, it's very very hard for an artist to decide what to paint and what to sketch you know let's make it easier to sketch sketch anything you see it doesn't matter it's, it cannot be like you know it's not subjected to choice if you are doing it for a practice it, if it is only being seen by you but yes I, you generate uh, interest you everybody has a topic of interest and try to find more pictures on either on Pinterest I frankly do not go to Pinterest because um, you know those things are taken from someone and uh, like people own it and they have made effort to create that content and it's like you know available freely uh, enough credit is not gone there but as yes, for practicing purpose you can use you know, like the Pinterest what I do usually is um, I go watch YouTube and uh, or, or I go watch um, like a movie or on something on Netflix and pause that scene and uh, and then try to sketch it because you know the camera uh, the movie camera or like the wide-angle camera that they use um, to capture the movie it tries it pretty much uh, you know has a very good um, very good capture of the perspective and it's cinematically like you know perfect what I don't like is like the bokeh mode or the cinematic mode where you can't see so, like things are blurred out in the distance while uh, anything is in front of you is in focus or vice versa things which are in focus are in background or like if you're if you're having a scene where two people are talking the person speaking will be on focus the person not speaking will be blurred so if you're trying to uh, you know sketch a conversation it will look and feel great when you're watching the movie but it will not look and feel great when you're trying to paint it or trying to sketch it it will be an inconvenience so try to find uh, like you know there but there are so many great scenes in movies and just pause it and sketch it instantly so that's one way to do it and it can cover if you are watching a movie it can cover like a whole set of genre of sketching like you can go into um, still life because you know there is there's if it's a good movie there will be shots of table a dining table or like a, a uh, like a, a bowl of fruits um, some great lamps you know uh, if it's a bedroom it, you, you can find like great textures of bed linen and linen and um, like 
like bookshelves so you can always you know have and then there's a scene from like uh, outdoors you can great always get great landscapes um, from a movie scene you know, so that's a good way to start if you can't go out but if you are able to go out go sit in a park sit in a bench and sketch whatever you can so you know doing it just for 10 minutes it's it it makes a huge difference i frankly it's very easy to preach and very difficult to get that 10 minutes like you know you always have 10 minutes but it's very hard to find when you want it to it it all depends on which frame of mind you are in that day so you have 10 minutes but like it's not for sketching it's um, something that's going on your going through your mind uh, that occupies it but yes uh, like try to if you want to improve try and get those 10 minutes in your bed and uh, or in your on your chair when you're watching something just pause it sketch it very quickly like you know you don't have to like go detail just identify the shapes like yeah this is head just mark a circle you know and then if you want to and then like create the whole torso and the body you know, and that you'll be great after that so now we can talk about uh, like shading or getting the values in your sketch so first of all like you know first few days or like three or four days you can don't go uh, with shading or don't go with like creating values on what you have sketched it's great um, to if you can it's if you have time but after that start getting hold of values you know um, or start thinking in terms of value mass like how the value mass is shifting how the light is shifting from darkness to lightness or lightness to darkness what are the mid-tones in that subject that you're sketching and do it with very quick either cross hatch cross hatch will take time just like you do like a single line um, shading and like have a separate pencil for it or if you don't have a separate pencil uh, for shading um, it's just it's great you know just write a big B there if it is you know, like cover up um, one way to do it is you know um, just mark a line where the part is very dark and leave it white and think of it that way um, this method helps greatly in oil painting because you know um, the whole the way we are trained to see the world is always three-dimensional and it's very very hard to unsee things in three dimension so un, uh, so if you want to see something in two dimension it's very very hard to do that unless you draw it on paper your paper is always going to be two dimension your painting is always going to be painted on two dimension it will generate illusion of three dimension that's different thing but you know uh, if you can see things in two dimension it will immensely improve um, to improve your three-dimensional art so you know um, just put up lines where 
the values are changing and when there is a value change there is an edge or if there's a uh, gradient value change there's a slope um, in that case you will never get the edge so you, you will learn what are the soft edges what are the hard edges and in watercolor it's very very important because you know watercolor is um, is cruel it's if you um, it always generates hard edges with one brush stroke and you know you have to find a way to you know soften that edge or you know extend extend it create that gradient create that in oil you can always you know do a good amount of blending the watercolor blending is very very difficult and it's always generates hard edges but if you if you are able to you know uh, to see those edges in in two dimension um, in, in your subject it will immensely help you um, so yeah coming to the point um, whether to do the shading or not yes absolutely do shades and absolutely do a value study once you you're good at sketching uh, try to incorporate those um, those shadings in your sketch and um, go from the darkest to the lightest and see if you're if you are able to do a good pencil sketch you'll be able to do great paintings that's for sure